doing it. It's happening. It's happening. Because uh, 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 uh. we're doing two episodes this week because it's two episodes a week. When this airs, <laughs> this will be 2021. more than one episode in a night, but did you just hit your head? No, no, he hit his knees. Oh, okay. Are you okay? <laughs> Once again, welcome back, Babylonians, to Bloody Babbles Podcast. Beep, 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 beep. Yeah. Hope everyone had a fabulous New Year's. I hope yes. you're not too hungover, and if you are, just lay in your bed and turn this on for you. Yeah, I, 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 my, when I drank, my cure was a Bloody Mary, so, you know, do that. We're, we're actually having, uh, at my job, because I work at a casino, we're having, because uh, it's National Bloody Mary Day, is, is what New uh, Year's Day is also. Yeah, I know. We'll just have some V8, it's fine. <laughs> With oh. some olives, I'll have a dirty V8. Give me some olives. A dirty virgin V8. That just sounds dirty and all No vodka, oh. just the V8 and some olives. So, between today and, or once this, um, <laughs> Epicode airs, I'm fine. Epicode. Hopefully, we haven't gotten any new countries. If not, they'll be announced in the next episode. No, don't ever say hopefully we haven't. Hopefully That's we true. have. Hopefully we have all the countries. But hopefully nobody's upset that yeah. we're not saying, thank you! I know. There you go. That's what I meant. <laughs> I'm fine. Yes. Recording twice in a day. She's pregnant, you guys. Pregnancy brain. Yeah. yeah. In case you forgot between yeah. Tuesday and Friday. Hey. Baking a child. Yep. Actually, I'll be I'm se- I'll be seven weeks after this once this airs. <laughs> so woo. Um. Yep. Due in August 2021. Little Babylonians coming. The year that we're in right now. Yeah. 2021. All right. <laughs> it's weird saying that because we're not yet, but we are. But we are. But we are. <laughs> you have now entered the Tw- twilight zone. I remember I liked seeing this one meme um, that uh, someone had shared. We don't want to make it to next year because that means 2021. W-O-N, yes. <laughs> I was like, that's so, that's stupid clever, but it, I, I dig it. it. It's funny. <laughs> I appreciate it. But so, um, and then yep. the whole hindsight is 2020 mm-hmm. is officially able to be said. Yep. Now that it's 2021. I would like, I've been, of course, looking at my Facebook memories and all these things about 2020. It's going to be such a good year. And I'm like, look what the fuck happened. Well, I, I know it's hit a lot of people really, really hard. And yeah. I'm so Dude, I'm so sorry for any losses that you might have gone through or are going through or whatever the case may be, but I really feel for those of us who have are, are still surviving and listening and doing this podcast and whatnot, yes, um, exactly. it was really a year of just inner reflection and working on ourselves. I, I, that's yeah. what I needed to do, and I feel you really did too. Well, I mean, just beginning this project and starting this podcast, that at first it was kind of like a haha we should do this kind of thing and then I was like I mean quarantine ended up happening yeah. we were at like my job was shut down for 55 days so I started I had like seven stories you know notes taken and getting everything ready and um Arlo be nice to the puppies um so and then finally we started recording and I was like, Kelly, we get it. We just, she's like, just come over. Let's yes. just do this. And then, you know, bringing Shauna and husband, fantastic. And 
it's just been it's been a wild ride like at the beginning of December you know we were just barely hitting 3,000 plays and now um, as of right now because this is obviously going to be a few days later after our um, episode before this aired or adds its plays in I mean we've already hit 3,600 and that's just bananas banana pants banana pants (laughs) and I'm like I'm holding on to my universal titties because it's just so freaking rad and I'm like every time I check it I just get even more excited and I'm I'm always messaging Sean I'd be like look what we did today look what country we added did we get we got another state I was I was real I mean not that I don't love every state of our listeners (laughs) love all of you guys but I got real excited when Hawaii ended up on that list because I was like I was coming for Hawaii like I really wanted you guys real bad (laughs) so still waiting on Maryland no not Maryland we have Maryland listeners I'm so sorry Delaware Connecticut Wyoming and Montana which I'm like, you know, that's still crazy to hit 46 states in six months. I don't know, like, what popular statistics are, but I'm like, I'm just really proud that we're, that, we're where we're it. at. We're doing what we can and what we can, but we can. Oh, Holy sweet Toledo. My son I just, wish that could have been videotaped. That was amazing. Okay, Arlo, <laughs> hey, we are recording, so you can't be too crazy loud or you're going to so have to go back in your you. bedroom. We love you so much, Babylonians. We Thanks for spreading the word about guys. us. Yes. And um, welcome to this new year, baby. Yes, and of course this is um this is a Nate centric one. <laughs> hey, oh, I totally I stole that from Morbid. Oh my God, people are gonna they may it's eat fine. my face. Right. Hey, also, um, True Crime Garage is another really good podcast to listen to. Just say, True Crime Garage. <laughs> there's so many. I'm in a, There's so many True Crime peoples. Peoples. Oh. I added a couple promos um in the last episode. I gotta remember to make sure to add more to this one. Um, there's a couple new ones. I got some new friends. Hey, um, new friends. Yes, new podcast friends. So their their ads will be in here and everything. So I'm excited. I know one is called Stolen From Me. Um, that kind of focuses on like ch- kidnappings kind of stories and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what their pod's about. And then the loop of my other pals that aren't all true, uh, true crime podcast related. So sometimes it's nice to differentiate from that. Um, yeah. My friend Maggie from Have You Seen hey, It? Mama. Yes, babe. No, you go do it in your room. Um, she uh, she started a Snapchat talking about like what she was Mama, watching. Zoe. We'll get Zoe. Do you want me to help you? Yes. All right, I will help you, my dude. All right, now that we're back, had to go uh, lose my breath again. Again. Hey, episode two and <laughs> breathless. <laughs> yes. Okay, so let's talk about this case that I'm going to tell you about. It's going to be another shorter episode, but hey, you get two in a week. So if you've got an hour commute, you're welcome. You're welcome. Or if you're going to do some road traveling. Road traveling. Road traveling. Road traveling. Or some hangover recovery. <laughs> Whatever You've got a whole be. hour of our voices in your ear holes. Um, or a half hour. Whatever it may be. Whichever. Happening. If you're throwing up in the bathroom, just turn us on and we will <laughs> with you. I'll be I'll be sympathy puking just because I'm super, I'm not super pregnant, but I am a little bit pregnant. But she's super nauseated. But I'm super nauseated. <laughs> and I'm really hoping that means it's a girl. Not that I wouldn't be happy with another boy, but I'm like, this is so different from my first pregnancy four years ago because Arlo's birthday is coming up and I'm stressing out that I'm not a four-year-old, but it's fine. So... I'm going to tell you about the crazy story. Uh, it's the case of Ronrico Schutz, but his wife Ashley is who we're mostly mostly focusing on. Um, I don't get a whole lot into their background. This just jumps right into what happens with them, and then we'll kind of follow back. Fall back. Um, I got a bunch of notes from the actual court case itself. 
So, we're going to travel back to May 28th, six days after my birthday, uh, 2016. Um, Ashley Schutz struck her husband, Ronrico, with her vehicle in the driveway of their home. He ended up dying 13 days later as a re result of his injuries. So, sorry, already have a question. Was oh. she backing out or was she pulling back in? Like, I need to know how much gas pedalage or there's, something we're going to find out later. There's a lot of different stories that okay. say what happened if she was backing out, pulling in, doing both. Okay. Because there's a lot. Okay. <laughs> um, so the state's theory, um, oh, she pleaded not guilty and that took the case to trial. Um, I think even when he was in the hospital, he even said that, no, that's not what happened. It was just a really bad accident. Well, and then the historians will change it. We'll, we'll get okay, there. Okay, sorry. We'll get there. So the Babylon, Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're here to do. So the state's theory at trial was that Ashley hit him um, deliberately. The defense argued it was an accident. Cleveland police officer Ryan Corrigan. That's such a police name. Ryan Corrigan. Officer Corrigan, can you please... <gasps> Don't we know an officer Corrigan? I have no idea, but we should. I think there's an office. Maybe it was in my high school. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Testified at the trial that a little before midnight on May 28, 2016, he and his partner, Brian, I'm going to guess Suchek? Susek? S-O-U-C-E-K. Okay. Sukik? Sukek? Brian responded to a call that a male had been struck by a vehicle on East 138th Street in Cleveland. So we are in Ohio. I think we actually have Cleveland listeners. I'm, I think, I could be very wrong. But if not, hello, Ohio. Hello. I almost said, hello, what's yeah, Ohio? <laughs> but it was, I was thinking of that 70s show. Or, I was thinking uh, Drew Carey's show. I love Ohio. Or I love you, Cleveland? Yeah. I love you, Cleveland. Okay, well, we love you, Cleveland. <laughs> Sorry, the story is so sad. Um, but that's, we're not here to tell happy stories. Sure, sure. Um, Ashley, two children, paramedics, firemen, and a neighbor were at the scene when they arrived. Corrigan and Suki... Susick? Susick. Yeah. Sure. Activated their body cameras when they pulled up. Smart. As video footage from Corrigan's body camera was played for the jury, Corrigan described what happened upon their arrival. What? What are you doing? He just turned his light on and off. That's all he did. Thought it was something important. But anyways, <laughs> back to this. Um, his, uh, Corrigan's body camera was played for the jury. Corrigan described what happened upon their arrival. He identified Ronrico, the victim, who was lying on the ground at the end of the driveway. He spoke to Ashley, who told him that she and Ronrico had been arguing, and when she got into her Chevy Tahoe and began to back out of the driveway to leave, he ran out to stop her. Ashley said she did not see him behind the vehicle and ran him over as she backed out of the driveway. I don't believe that's true. I The other stories that are, or theories that are brought up later don't, I don't think they correlate well with what she says. But anyways... So, Corrigan said the two children, who he described as hysterical, told him that they had, that their parents had been fighting. I don't know if they were all biologically both children. I think there's some blended family going on, but that's fine. Their children had been um, said they'd been arguing, and Ashley ran him over when Ronrico was in front of the vehicle. So, Corrigan stated that when Ashley later offered to take the children home, they told her that um, they told her they did not want her to get. And, or did not, the kids told her they didn't want to get in the car with her. So, Officer Susick, sure, we're going with that. If I'm wrong, I'm so sorry. Testified that Ronrico was lying on his back at the end of the driveway with his head toward the garage and his feet toward the street. He only had shorts on. He did not have a shirt or shoes. Susick also testified that he noticed that 
the part of the front bumper bumper on the SUV was off and there was there were fresh like hand marks on the back of the truck. So, front bumper's messed up, back of the vehicle's messed up. So, there's there's a lot of things that aren't um, adding up, but they ended up, the two officers decided that the incident was going to be deemed uh, an accident. The accident report report written by Corrigan indicated that Ronrico was standing behind the vehicle when Ashley backed up and ran him over. Um, officers concluded that the front bumper damage occurred when she backed, wait, when she backed completely over Ronrico, who was six foot two and weighed 325 pounds. Backed completely over him? Yep. Like, oh. Yeah. Yep. So the EMS technician indicated he had been hit by a vehicle that was going in reverse. Charlotte Schutz, who's Ronrico's mom, testified that she owned the home on East 138th Street where Ashley, Ronrico, Ashley's son, and Ashley and their eight-month-old daughter live. So she has a son from a different relationship, and then they have an eight-month-old little girl. Um, Charlotte said that Ashley and uh, Ronrico had been married for less than a year. Charlotte testified that she went over to the house on May 28th around 1 p.m. after receiving a call from Ronrico asking her to come over and take the baby because Ashley had threatened to leave her, to leave the house with the baby. So Charlotte said Ashley and Ronrico were arguing when she arrived, but the arguing had stopped by the time she left six or seven hours later. Wow. So we're getting into like seven, eight o'clock at night. Charlotte said she called Ashley around 10 or 11 p.m. that evening. Ashley assured her everything was okay. False. Charlotte said that about a half hour later, she received a call from Ronrico, who, quote, was acting hysterical and told her, this bitch is crazy. Well, well I mean. Dude ain't lying. She's, yeah, dude ain't lying. <laughs> but um, he told Charlotte that Ashley, who Charlotte could hear yelling in the background, was acting like she wanted to hit him and start a fight, so he was going to bring the children to her, her house. Well, they know it was with the car. Oh, shit. <laughs> This is how we deal with trauma. Um, about a half an hour later, one of Ronrico's neighbors calls Charlotte and reports an emergency. She testified that she immediately went to Ronrico's house and the ambulance was leaving as she arrived. Charlotte said that she and Ashley then drove to the hospital together. According to Charlotte, Ashley told her during the ride that she and Ronrico had been arguing, so she left the house to go to her aunt's house. Aunt was not home. I don't know why I'm saying aunt. I don't it's usually okay. say it that way. But because it's like perfect, because I think that all the time, because I have all my nephews need to say aunt, but yeah. I'm like, my name is Shauna with an A-U. And yet, yet, why do I say aunt? It should be aunt. No, no. That's correctly pronounced, but I was brought up saying aunt, blah, so, blah, aunt, yeah, aunt, so-and-so. Yep, so. exactly. I'm Aunt Cuckoo, so. But aunt is the correct way to say it, because if somebody calls me Shauna, I'm going I'm to lose my shoes. I never, ever want anyone to call you that, because it just made my stomach hurt. Shauna. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if your name is Shanna, I'm so sorry. Yeah, sorry. If but, it's but, properly spelled that way, then that's fine. But her name is spelled S H A U N A. Shanna, not Shanna. What do you think of the Shanna? It's still a pretty name. It's just not what you. It's just to. not me. Yeah, <laughs> it's not her. Exactly. Okay, now <laughs> that we've gone. Battles. The aunt was not home, so Ashley went back home. Ashley told Charlotte she was driving back home. She had an overwhelming feeling that something was wrong, but she didn't know what it was. Ashley said she returned home, saw him in the driveway, but did not know what had happened to him. So she makes it seem like he got hurt while she was gone God. going to the aunt's house. So, lies. I burped. Charlotte testified that after waiting approximately an hour and a half, she visited Ronrico in the ICU. She went in alone. Ashley did not go with her. Smart. 
because then she gets his side of the story and not her trying to interject and tell, say, what she wants this mom to think. So, Charlotte said Ronrico was scared and in disbelief. Um, over defense objection, Charlotte testified that Ronrico told her that he and Ashley had been arguing and she went out to the car. He said he was standing in front of the car. Ashley hit him, backed up, and came full throttle and rammed him over again, then dragged him down the driveway. So, she hits Six foot two, three hundred and twenty five pounds. This is not a tiny man. No. Like in the least. But to drag his body because when he's bigger too. Yeah. So, yeah. He's so stuck he's stuck underneath. underneath her car or maybe Ooh. he got stuck in the bumper. I don't know how she hit him or what he got stuck to. Or how low to the ground the car is. Yeah. It's a Chevy Tahoe, so that's well, like it's, a it's kind of SUV, but yeah. as a bigger person, yeah, it's yeah, easy yeah. for him, especially if she hits him and then hits him again. Mm. As he said um mm. charlotte oh yeah he said he was not going to say anything to the police and asked her not to tell them either mm. right yeah i know i'm like i'd be like i mean he ended up passing away anyways but like no i'd be like no this something needs to be done so on cross-examination charlotte said she spoke with her sister and her friend um it just gives initials of these people the next day about what happened because ronrico had told them the same thing she ended up testifying that her 10-year-old grandson, which is Ashley's son, who was at Ronrico's house on the 28th, came to the hospital the next day to tell her what had happened. On cross-examination, she denied telling Cleveland Police Detective Richard Cerny, or Kearney, Cerny, C-E-R-N-Y, that the son did not tell her about when he, what he had seen until after Ronrico passed away. Oh, poor baby. Yeah, so that, I mean, he went 13 days, so two weeks he kept that quiet to himself, but oh. I'm sure... If he had a good relationship, I would hope he'd have a good relationship with his stepdad, like, having to keep that inside. That would, poor, poor baby. Yeah. Um, so, let's check this. Okay, great. Charlotte testified that there were surveillance cameras at the house that showed what was happening in the front room, the kitchen, and the backyard, and that Ashley told her the surveillance videos would demonstrate that she had done nothing wrong. Charlotte said the cameras were taken down at some point after the incident, however, although she did not know by whom. Because, why no. not? Because, why not? Don't be suspicious. She said, because she did not have the access code. Okay. Oh, no. She said she, that she was unable to obtain the footage from May 28th from the surveillance company because she didn't have the access code. False. Lies. Someone has that code somewhere. Yeah. Within yeah, the surveillance probably, company, yeah, I'm sure, too. Yeah, surveillance company, 100%. Yep. Oh, my. Oh, my fucking God. Malarkey. <sighs> so, her son testified that he went to Renrico's house that evening for a party his eight-year-old cousin was also there. He said that Ronrico and some of his friends were hanging out in the garage drinking beer. Later, after the friends left, the son <laughs> observed Ashley and Ronrico arguing. So, son testifies that Ashley grabbed her purse and left the house. After that, um, according to this, the child, it just has his initials, um, they said Ronrico took a bath and lay, then lay on the floor in the front room in his underwear playing on his phone. Um, the child... The child okay. said that Ashley returned a short time later, threw money in Ronrico's face, and told him she was taking the baby and he would never see her again. Son said Charlotte called Ronrico during the argument and spoke with him, and she then called Ashley, who went out the back door and got in the car as she's speaking with Charlotte on the phone. The son testified that Ronrico then told him he was going to take him home, I'm assuming to his dad's house. Um, he said that Ronrico put a shirt and shoes on and then went out the back door when he heard the car but remember when the cops showed up they said that he didn't have a shirt or shoes on that he was just in a pair of shorts okay. 
So who knows if this child may have been coached prior to talking by his mom. I don't know. Or even by the lawyer. Because I know they do that. Yes, Can't do. assume. But I'm just, this is what, this is straight out of the court documents. So the child goes in, the son goes in the room, the dining room, which has a window from which one can see the driveway on the side of the house and a window that faces the back of the house. He testified that he watched out the window that faces the back of the house. He saw Ronrico standing in front of the car, heard him tell Ashley to get out of the car. Ashley then hit Ronrico with the car and knocked him down. As he tried to get back up, she hit him again. He said that his shorts got stuck on the bumper of the car and he was dragged all the way down the driveway. That correlates, that, that matches. He said he seen he saw that the head or the son saw the what testified that the headlights of the car were on and he could see Ronrico being dragged and could hear him screaming. Oh my gosh. Um, the son said he ran to the end of the driveway, stood by Ronrico and yelled for help. The next door neighbors came over and called 911. He also testified that when Ashley returned, she jumped out of the car, ran to Ronrico, said, "I told you, Ronrico," and then started yelling, "Who did this to my husband?" So she goes up to him, says, "I told you." And then screams, who did this to my husband? Because, okay. So the son then ends up saying that Ashley offered to give him a ride home when he could not get in the car with her because she, um, or she was going to take... Oh, this isn't... I don't know if that was her son or if it was the nephew. Shh, I may have been completely wrong saying that. Because that would make sense why he would need to go home. Okay. I'm fine. Okay, so take all that back. Nor, it was not the son that was yeah. saying it. It was the nephew, the cousin that was there, which would have been a nephew of either Ashley's or Rodrigo's. So he would not get in the car with her because he had just run over his uncle. Yeah, she's okay. I'm fine. I'm a little annoyed that I just said all of that, and it's not correct. So, second OE. I'm fine. I can I can type words. Second one, but um, cross examination. Okay, um, the child admitted that he wrote a letter to the trial judge in which he gave a different version of what happened. The letter stated Ashley was on the phone. Ashley started walking towards the kitchen. My uncle said, let's go, and he started to put on his clothes, and he was outside. Ashley was backing up in the, and backing up, and in the back of the gate, she ran over him and dragged him to the side, front side of the house. So I'm like, I don't know how this well, house is set up. Well, and with the shirt, if he's being drugged, who's to say that thing didn't get torn apart and taken off? I mean, you'd think right. they find pieces, but I don't know. If, if maybe he did put on the shirt. Or then I was thinking that they were fighting and screaming in the driveway, maybe. Granted, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm finding out more and more as you as you tell the story. Right. I mean, I I know there are fights where people's shirts get ripped and shit, so like... Right. You know, I don't if know. If he had even been wearing a shirt at all, like, who knows? Correct. Yeah. So, I don't know. Um... Well, this is, this is coming up on the end of my notes. I thought there was way more. And I'm like, I'm very invested in this. But I'm like, that's just what I put into these notes. But um, she ended up getting sentenced to life in prison with parole eligibility after 15 years for the murder of her husband. And when, what year was this? I'm sorry. Um, 2016. Okay. So four years ago. And it all happened. Five, Nicole. We're in 2021. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, technically it's four because we're not in May yet. It's January. You're right. January <laughs> 1st. Damn it. So, she will My be... My daddy's birthday. Hey, Happy birthday, daddy. Happy birthday. Jerry. Yep, I was going to say that, but I didn't want to be wrong. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> Shauna's daddy. <laughs> Jerry. 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 Sorry. Okay, I'm fine. So, she was sentenced to life in... Oh my gosh, I have to tell you something about that later. Okay. Um, was sentenced to life in prison with parole eligibility after 15 years for the murder of her husband. 
It was originally deemed an accident and wasn't investigated as a homicide until Renrico's mother came forward with information Renrico shared with her before he succumbed to his injuries. Okay, so here we go. So, yep. Hold on to your pity. Oh, no, that's the end of my notes. Oh, well, fuck. Right. So, um... See? So, told you to hang on. <laughs> hang on to nothing. Dead air. Uh. <laughs> so, I mean, okay, but yeah, I mean, between her... Well, what Renrico said... And the nephew, not the son. Right. I can't believe I messed that up. It's okay. I wonder where it went Things wrong. Happen. It's okay. The 10-year-old grandson who was at Rodrigo's house. Oh. Yeah. I just assumed. So they just had the... Oh, I thought she said she had a ch- son from a different one. Well, I guess, whatever. It's fine! Regardless, I mean, that's just that's just a wild, wild... Be- from beginning to end, I'm like... I just can't imagine. I mean, like, having that happen is... Okay, it's gonna sound weird. Is one thing, but to have children witness like that a is child. Yeah, that child's gonna be messed up think for about life. Your, think okay. Put in it general, when you're when you're a child, adults, you know they they have the they're supposed to be the ones that know right from. And I know not everybody has great childhoods where they had great parents or not. I know I'm I'm just like, so in, in right in general, your parents. They're the adults. They're the ones that know right from wrong and this, that, or the other, right? They should. And then you yeah. you see these these people that I don't maybe idolize isn't the right word, but like you look up to that. Yeah, people you want to go to their house and spend time with them. Yeah, yeah. If it's your aunt and uncle or whatever. So like, and you see that, like yeah. you fucking see that. Seeing shit? your uncle being dragged down a driveway. And then not all, and then then your fucking aunt. I really want to like, take a picture of you right now. Hey. You hey, didn't see what you told saw. us was gonna happen, fucking whatever dude. I name told was. you, Ron Rico. Ron Rico. And then who did this to my husband? And then you hear your aunt go from like, like but insane to she... even more fucking insane. Like, what do you mean? Who did that? I mean, obviously she's doing that to play the role. Yeah. Of oh my god, I left and I came back and yeah, he's all of a sudden bloody and. Yeah, are probably seeing shit and and or whatever because I don't know when nephew or whenever yeah. whenever the neighbors were called but Jesus fucking Mary well he wow. just started screaming outside like help help you know I'm sure as a 10 year old that's just traumatizing that'd be like that's so I understand the quietness like he's trying trying to process the shit himself and, and then, try to like, remember and everything trouble too I'm sure yeah because you're like scared I don't know what to say what is aunt so-and-so saying what and is what Eddie actually and, saying yeah and what like frick? and uncle Renrico Renrico is dying like so maybe yeah. I need not say oh my god yeah, to say all of these things in one thing and then write a letter to say something completely different because... He had to get that off his chest. Right. I'm like, regardless, I'm like, I really hope his family got him some... Therapy? Some therapy. Yeah, 100%. Psychiatry, something, because I'm like, that's that's intense. Yeah. And if you don't start trying to correct that and help that, that's going to lead to another episode of this podcast, 100%. sadly. Yeah. I talk about so much so often, like at work... And I say things, and people are like, this is, I get why you do a true crime podcast, Nicole, because not normal people would say that. I can't, like, pin... Who wants to be normal? I can't pinpoint it to a single instance, because there's so many. Um, I've been trying to post more, like, we're in a serial killers memes group, and so that's where we're getting a lot of them, so I'm not gonna, I don't know if that's what it's called, but please don't go join so we can just enlighten you with them ourselves. (laughs) Or even if you do... Like, some of them, there were a lot of good Christmas ones, so I was yeah. kind of excited about that. 
So I was like, okay, cool, cool, cool. But there are some that I'm like, I'm not sure. So I'll just tag Nicole in them. And, and then, the and then I, or, or I go and I'm like, ooh, that's dark. And I'm like, well, I'll just warn them. I'll be like, you're not here for cookies and rainbows. Yes. And it's so funny because um, there was one that was shared to, it's been shared a few times by different people. And they're like, you guys, there's so many, or there's so many people in this group that are disgusting and decrepit and nasty and they're like I'm so glad I'm or they're like that's I'm why I'll never leave this that's group. why I'll yeah. never leave and I'm like these are my people and then yeah. there was one that was it was real twisted but I appreciate it because I'm also a dark person I mean I read the freaking uh toy box killer freaking letter thing that he wrote or he'd play for his murder victims if you guys haven't looked into that Mor morbid covered that I think it was in two or three parts and it was amazing and disgusting and sad and it'll make your stomach turn but um I'm like, these are my people. <laughs> like, people are like, you know, I'm so glad that people here aren't getting their panties in a twist because we are talking about true crime murders, twisted, right. dark, disgusting things. Right. Like, I talk about Jeff Dahmer a bunch because he was the first serial killer I, like, kind of researched. And, and we're not advocating it. That's the other thing. No. We're not saying, yeah. No, no, no. I know, because no. I, I tell <laughs> people, I'm like, Jeff Dahmer is my favorite serial killer. <laughs> and I'm like, but I can't say it like that because right. I'm like, I don't like idolize him. I'm like, right. granted people, you know, so a lot of people, even today, people are still in love with like Ted Bundy and stuff. I'm like, how, how? Like yeah, whenever, no. uh, before Charlie Manson died and I think what, 2017, like that lady who was trying to marry him. I they think they did. She? I think yeah, they got married. Marry. I'm like, how? Like, yeah, I'm not like, I don't, I don't think Jeffrey Dahmer was a great, a good person in no. any way, shape or form. No. He's a disgusting human and I'm hoping that hell is treating him terribly but um but it his case is fascinating right. it's 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 dark and it's twisted and it's it's really heartbreaking because the girls that's actually what started me on morbid they had just released part one of Dahmer when I started listening because they I liked how they don't want to do a lot of heavy hitters all the time mm -hmm. like they actually just mentioned getting ready to do the Shanda Sharer case which is we covered that mm -hmm. in a three-parter mm -hmm. so I'm like oh I can't wait to see how they interpret yeah, it and everything because they talked about a burn victim in one of their recent episodes and but I'm like it's just I'm there's I'm fascinating with a good word I think it's the same what reason no pop filters here um, mm. but people watch horror movies, and so yeah. except for, it, it's, it's the, the thrill, well, okay, maybe thrill isn't the greatest word, but thrillers, yeah, oh, it, gets, thrillers. it gets, it gets, it gets your adrenaline pumping, your curiosity going, and the fact that other human beings, it's, it's, it's fascinating is a good word, yeah, it, it's like, wow, wrap your mind around this, well, that's like, know? that's how the whole mind, the concept for Mindhunter, the actual right. Mindhunter, uh, John, 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 yeah. yes. I don't know what his last name is, but, um, the one who wrote the book and why this show was created, like, I don't know if I could, I, I think I just told someone, like, oh, because there was this really nasty picture of something that related to Ed Kemper, and I'm like, I don't know if I could actually sit face-to-face -to, -face to him as a woman, but, like, to be able to speak to him, I think would be absolutely freaking terrifying, but fascinating office. Well, and then, if, so if you guys have watched the show, here we go babbling. So good. Here we go That's why I wanted to be a little bit longer. This is what we're doing. Okay, so, so the fact that he realized I have to talk to these people like they're my friends, like I'm their buddy, like I'm on their same page. So when yeah. you be like, yeah, I fucked that bitch, or whatever, you know, like how he had he, and then then when they listened to the recordings, the people at his office or whatever, the investigation. Yeah. The higher-ups are, they're like, yeah. you can't fucking say that shit. Blah, blah. 
You have to. You have to you, get you in their mentality. If you want people to trust you and tell you what why you they did this, what mm-hmm. they did, in great detail. Yes. Because that's what you're, the information you're trying to get. So you can do research to prevent more serial killers or what have you, as we have screaming in the background. Hey, you can hear my son in the background. He's <laughs> screeching, but he's playing in his room that's destroyed. There's not even Christmas presents in there yet. But he's playing in there with my dog. They're fine. But they, so, like, anyways. so yeah, so like that. But you have to. Get, you have to. And then the fact that when you're watching the 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 show, and it's so based good. on facts, you know. Yes. That no, this is how you have to talk to these people, I, and it may sound and the it's way, disgusting, and it's it's horrible. That's not how I feel about women. No. But exactly. That's how these people are. Yeah. So, and Ed Kemper literally, like his target was just to get back at his mother because right. his mother treated him absolutely awful Mm -hmm. and most male serial killers not all of them but mo or murderers all have mommy issues yes the big big mommy issue kind of thing which i mean it's it's like it's really um i think on serial chillers they kind of get into and morbid more so because morbid's like life that's i'm a that's what i binge religiously whenever it comes out um it got real sad because they took a break for christmas too but i'm like then we did the same thing and I'm like, I wonder if people were sad that we didn't put out an episode. I really we were. We I were mean, sad, I was kind of sad. But I, mean, I don't like deterring from um, routine because I get, if I don't do something, then I'm like, well, that's it. We're done. We're giving up. It's over. That's who I am as a person. But, you know, it was nice to know that I had notes prepared and know that um, I'd be able to sit face to face with Shauna because yeah. I like doing that better. I mean, you know, we got to be just, you know, with COVID happening in our life and everything, we had to be cautious and careful. and. Yeah. Not that we haven't been, but I think it's more so, especially now that I'm pregnant, um, I'm definitely taking much more precautions, masking it up all the time, you know. Sanitizing. Sanitizing like a mother. Yep. Keeping my distance. Yeah. Well, I work in a casino, so that's a little bit harder for me to avoid. But preventable. But yeah. Like, you could keep. For the most part, I'm not like. The most I get close to people when I'm walking them up yeah, to the front. Yeah, she's not like for... handing them drinks. Or nope, and so. giving them hugs and kisses. I don't kiss <laughs> right. my patrons. That'd be weird, gross. <laughs> no, thank you. That's not my thing. But like, I just, um, I don't know. I just, I don't. Know. I'm like going through back and forth topics. Like I'm like gonna get away from talking about my job and then getting back into you know talking about serial killers. I don't know if we'll ever. I don't know if we'll ever cover heavy hitters. Like someone mentioned about like doing the Golden State Killer, but I'm like. He's, because he's been caught, I mean, he was went on trial, and he was all pathetic. I mean, I know he's old, but he was just pathetic and gross. And I know Morbid, that was actually their first episode. They weren't going to do him right away, but he had just gotten caught, so they're like, we're covering this! So that's episode one for them. Um, I kind of, if I may interject, I kind of like doing the, the, the low-key ones. Yeah. The ones that not too many people know about, and then the I, idea of doing more of the unsolved ones. I really yeah. like that. There's one I really want to cover that's a big local one because it just hit its 20th anniversary. I'm not going to, I mean, if we're from Kansas, so you can kind of put two and two together. It's not BTK. <laughs> BTK is too. That ain't low key. No, fucking, <laughs> fucking Dennis. There was, um, someone posted this really great personal, it was their own picture and people, oh, it was their dog, like, giving them this look. And they're like, when you meet a, a super cute guy at the bar, but his name is Dennis. <laughs> I was like, this is the best meme. And everyone's like, that one wins. That's it. It's over. I love the internet. I love the internet. I love the true crime family, like true crime fans. Um, My friend uh, Houston, who actually showed me to Anchor, which is what we use to do all our podcasting on, 
um, as of right now. I've been looking into other options, but they cost a little bit of money per month, so just kind of weighing out options, you know, thinking about different things. But, um, anyways, um, but he tagged me in a, some type of serial killer meme or something, and, and his friend, um, talked about how she liked listening to, or she had just read, I think she was reading Mindhunter, or had just read it, or listened to the audiobook, and I'm like, well, if you're into, you know, listening to things, I'm like, I have a true crime podcast, feel right. free to check us out, and she's like, oh, heck yeah, thanks, <laughs> and Houston's like, you're welcome, <laughs> um, yeah, he's got his own little podcast, he's kind of been, like, back and forth, hasn't been, like, posting a whole lot of episodes, and... I've been trying to, like, kind of boost him. I'm like, dude, it's just, once you get a small following, it blooms. And I mean, like, we're in 36 countries. We're in almost all 50 states. Yeah. And I'm just like, the podcast community is fantastic. Well, then, and we enjoy what we're doing. I if, love if it. you like what you're doing, that's and I, what, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter I, if we have one listener or we have 50 billion. Like, yeah, it I love, and I know that, like, because a lot, there's so many, so many true crime podcast out there but they're all approached differently that's one of the things I liked about serial chillers yes because they're on a hiatus right now and they're actually um, looking into getting new hostess hosting hosts hostess cupcakes hostess cupcakes <laughs> yummers Greg, Greg Jazzy <laughs> hostess cupcakes no they're looking about looking about thinking about trying to get new hosts to start that back up and I'm like well so that's um, pretty exciting, but they've got a bunch of episodes out that are still anywhere podcasts are found, so check out Serial Chillers. That's actually how I found out um, information about the Hillside Stranglers when I started ours um, back in June. Ooh, and if you like creepy, not, whoa, if you Arlo, like uh -uh, creepy-ish dark art, check out Wildlings. Wildling Wonders Art and Dystopian. Um, that's our friends in Canada and the UK. They're creepy, dark, wonderful, amazing artists, and they're in love, and that's great. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> I love, love. I'm like Ash in that way from Morbid. I love love. Mm -hmm. And they're the cutest, and Mandy's gorgeous, so if you want to yeah. look at her beautiful face. Yeah, and but she's drool. taken, so it is what yeah, it is. Yeah, you can just drool over her, but don't be creepy about right, it, right, because right, right. if you're a creep, you just need to go. Bye. Ow. But if you love creepy art, then go like her. Yeah, and dystopian, D-I-S-T-O. P dot I A N because his name is Ian, yeah, which I thought that was very wild clever. Lings. Wild Lings Wonder yeah. Art. Um, we posted them. I think they're still. Uh, she's still tagged in our Instagram because she um, is a big reason why we have some of our podcast uh, equipment that we were able to purchase after my house got broken into and all my stuff got stolen. Yes. So she helped us out a bunch. So I love Mandy. I Ian's fantastic. He's, like, he does art and then photography, yeah. so it's his, both their work is phenomenal. Yep. Um, banana! 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 It's bananas. Banana! Okay, Arlo, <laughs> we're almost done. Chill out. Hey, so, we, if you want to check us out, check us out on, as far as banana. leaving us, okay. I, like, if you want to, like, get a hold of us, we have social media. <laughs> oh my god, Shauna, wait a And we're, what, what social media are we on, Shauna? I'm going to leave that up to you. Nicole. <laughs> Instagram is Bloody Babbles Podcast. That's where we post all of our um, pictures about what stories we're covering. Uh, Twitter is at Bloody Babbles. I post everything everywhere. Our Facebook page is uh, Bloody Babbles Podcast. I'm working on getting, um, I want to put a Patreon group together um, once we get some more maybe Patreon mm -hmm. listeners. And Patreon is where you can go and donate money if you're feeling so inclined. What money does to help us is... Um, 
It's mostly going to go towards merch giving back to you guys is literally my only goal for it, to be honest. Um, but so, it, it did go, this because of what had happened with yeah. Nicole's home and the equipment, it did go... Yeah, money went back to getting mm-hmm. us back to having equipment to be able to A continue podcast. to do this. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, I, I got my laptop pretty quickly, and then I had an old, my first microphone. No, tr- shut your door. So, um, yeah. Yeah, um, make sure you go and rate and review. Um, if you don't have, listen on Apple, um, which is a great place for us to do, because just rating, even going and just rating us, whatever amount of stars you feel like, that puts us up on podcast lists. And then, and then write something about it, too. Yeah, if even you- if it's just like cool content or girls are annoying but still funny i mean <laughs> or lame boob bleh you know whatever, you know, whatever. <laughs> anything helps us get on list and we want to just get in more ear holes um we are on podchaser.com i usually have our link tree posted everywhere which shows all the different ways you can con- or ways you can follow us where you can listen to us at and then how you can rate and review us so um we've gotten we've got 22 ratings i think on apple and then like I think there's like seven comments on there, six or seven. Cool. So it's pretty cool. Um, I love it. A new girl named Brooke was just on there, and she's like, you guys, I'm obsessed with you. And I'm like, I'm obsessed with you. We love you, Brooke. We love you, Brooke. Shout out to Brooke. Yeah, Brooke. Woo. Okay. So, but, um, and then always um, our intro music is Fantasy and World Music by the Fighters. They're brothers on YouTube. They do tons and tons of different sounds, and all they do is ask for credit for their sound. <laughs> it's free to use. You don't have to do anything crazy, like any contracts or anything, so that's kind of wonderful. I haven't talked about that in quite some time. That's my son's banging noises in the background. Please stop. We're almost done, okay? But, all right, well, that actually wraps it up. So, um, until next time, Babylonians. Babylon! Babylon. (laughs) Have you ever wondered what shows are like in foreign countries, but the language barrier is what stopped you from giving them a chance? My name's Maggie, and I host the podcast, Have You Seen It?, where I talk about TV shows from countries all around the world. If you're like me, you spend more time on Netflix looking for something to watch than actually watching something. So if you don't want to spend time scrolling through Netflix or even Hulu, check out my podcast for some show suggestions. I talk about the plots, tell you who the cast is, what I liked, and what I didn't like about the shows, and I also throw in some fun facts about each country, tell you where in the world the show takes place, how close they are to any other shows that I've already covered, mention any cultural differences or similarities that I noticed, and my favorite part are the words and phrases that I picked up while watching these shows. You can check out Have You Seen It on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, and most other places you listen to your favorite podcasts. You can follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at OfficialHYSI, that's O-F-F-I-C-I-A-L-H-Y-S-I, and make sure to like the Facebook page at Facebook.com slash OfficialHYSI. Let me help you find your new favorite show.